podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Yo! Welcome to another episode of Touchy Gooners. Um, it's your host, Lewis. I've swallowed a couple, couple um, steroid tablets. I sound like a real man today, you know? <laughs> nah, I'm playing with you, look, man. It's Shabs. You're, you, got, you, got, you got me hosting for today. Um, so I'm here with a couple of the usual suspects. Um, I'm here with Sean. What's, what's, doing, what's, Sean? Hey, what's going on, bro? 
Yes, good. Um, I'm here with Joe Blacks. How you doing, Blacks? Yeah, yeah, what's happening? What's happening? Good, yeah, good man. And I'm here with Real One. Yo, yo, what's going on, people? Yeah, good man. All regulars, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, there's a lot to get into. It's Wednesday night, so as we record, um, the Arsenal game has just finished. We've just played City, so there are a couple things to get into. Just before I get into them, um, don't forget to take us in on YouTube. Um, you know, Touchy Gooners is there, Touchline Frackers is there on YouTube as well. So make sure you check that out. Don't forget that. We're also on the Discord server as well. So if anyone hasn't signed up to a Discord server as well, make sure you do. We're on there. Um, touch, there's, there's, there's actually so many different channels. And um, before this evening's game, I was actually on there. We had a bit of a live chat. It was a different experience, but it was actually a lot of fun. I could see a lot of you lot engaging there as well so far. So big shouts to you lot. But yeah, man, make sure you check that out as well. Um, and the usuals as well on, on, on Insta and and Twitter as well. So make sure you're plugged in and connected to get all the latest from what's happening in the touch in the touchdown world. But yeah, man, I suppose just I just want to get straight into it today and talk about the game because me personally, um I don't I don't I don't really know how I feel. I'm not vexed. It's a it's a little bit mm, disappointed, but I'm not angry, but it's a bit more of the same. But I suppose I want to start with the the the, the lineup and the team selection and kind of hear what you lot's thoughts were on the team selection because there were some, I suppose, a couple of big misses. The notable ones was Ozil from the, from the squad. Um, he didn't make the squad at all. And I suppose David Luiz didn't start. Um, Pepe didn't start. Um, and there were a few surprise selections to the starting lineup. So um, I think I'm going to start with you, Rowan, and just hear from you what your thoughts were on the starting lineup. Um, not really much surprise to be fair. Uh, no, to be fair, Mari was a surprise. Um, I didn't expect him to start. I thought David Luiz would start, but um, I wasn't too surprised when he dropped Ozil. Ozil's been a passenger in these games for quite a few years now. Um, and even the positives that you believe he'll bring to the team, he doesn't really bring that to the team anymore. So I wasn't really surprised with that. The formation wasn't a surprise. Um, he's been going with Niketia over Lacazette for a while now. Um, for like the last, what, two, three games before um, yeah. he went into lockdown. So you started with him over um, Okay. Tobias not starting was, I was a bit surprised at, to be fair. Mm. Um, but then again, it's, it's, to be fair, it's all shit anyway. And so it's like, you're just picking from shit. So anything he picks, yeah, I'm not really going to be really surprised because it's like, you ain't really got much to work with anyway. Mm. Okay. Uh, Joe, Joe Black, what did you think about the, the, the lineup and the players that were left out? Um... Ozil, uh, surprised Ozil went in the squad. Um, obviously, I think he's he's always he's always someone that you could look to, maybe add a bit of creativity and 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 penetrate the final third in games, even if it's off the bench. So I don't know why he went um, selected. Um, Bamiang, I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not sold on the Bamiang on the left. I'm, I, I can't get my head around it. I don't, mm. I don't understand the logic around it. Um, mm. it, was, it wasn't very effective today. 
No, to be fair, yeah, no one yeah. was. But he was and, 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 and even going further to that he's not effective on the left, that he's most effective through the middle, in my opinion. Mm. So I, I don't know why we're... I don't know whether it's accommodating in Aketia or he's doing a job out there. I, I, um, I don't know. Mm. Um, defence... Yeah. yeah, other than that, really, I think it's pretty much... You could have played Sabayas over Willard, but that's an either or. Um, and yeah, yes. Apart from that, it's, yeah, it's pretty much. It's it, it, it's the best of what 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 we've got in it. What so, we've got, yeah. yeah, which is crazy when you come to think about it. When you come to mm. think about it, it's proper crazy. Um, Sean, what do you think, man? <laughs> what, what 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 do you think, my guy? Um, obviously, I mean, like you know, we. We we have come back with in a, in a better shape than, than than how things were before, as far as the squad, um, the the number of injuries throughout the squad and whatnot. But um, still, there is a sense that he could have done a bit better or a bit different with his squad selection. What 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 would you have done, or or, or what were things that surprised you about the the lineup today, and what do you think he should have done? Um, no, I wasn't I wasn't too surprised with with, with a lot of decisions. Um, for me, as as big a fan as I've been of Erzo over his career, he's been washed for a while now, so mm. it's it's not upsetting or surprising to me to see him left out. Mm. Um, there's no sort of physical intensity to his game. Mm. He doesn't have any impact in these games any away from home, so I wasn't really surprised. Um, the Enketio one doesn't surprise me either. Um, he started seven of the last nine games under Arteta, so uh, I think Arteta obviously won. He's very keen on him. And and more often than not, he's he's got like one in two when he's played, isn't it? So I didn't really have any problems with that. Obviously, like um, Joe said, I do like I would like to see Aubameyang through the middle. Um, I think sometimes it limits him being out on the left. But at the same time, um, the problems around Aubameyang, we we all talk about his his lack of ability to hold up. And I guess in a game where we're under a lot of pressure as well, maybe you want someone where the ball can stick a bit more in it. So, mm. and also he he's still been scoring at a frequent weight from from the left. So even despite the fact. It's not his best position. He, he still does a decent job out there. So that wasn't really surprising because he's been used on the left hand uh, in every single game, I'm assuming, under Arteta. So that's that's not a surprise. Um, who else played? So Bios, maybe people would have expected because he was playing a lot um, under Arteta before mm. um, the game stopped. So that that might have been one. Um, why, we, why, do, why, why do you think Sabios didn't start today? Uh, Anyone? To be, I, I mean, to, he's, he's okay, but... I, one of the things with Sabaos is that he just, there's no gears to his game. He, he's very one pace. He plays at the same pace. And while he's a nice, tidy, secure player, um, there, there, there's no sort of any physical impact to his game. But that's systematic of um, the whole Arsenal team. I mean, we need, a, in my opinion, we need a reset at centre-back. We need a reset at centre-midfield as well. The only person who plays, I mean, who can run um, in centre-mid is Joe Willock. But... Joe Willock has no tech. There's no real finesse to his game, so he runs, he runs, he runs till it hurts. But I mean, there's no sort of a finesse in the, in the final third, in it. So, so it's it's kind of a mishmash of mishmash of everything, to be honest. Unfortunately, it's um it's a very poor. I think it's just very indicative. Of, of, it's a poor squad. Um, mm. we we need we need actually. I tell you what, Saka was a surprise. I didn't expect him to start. I mm. thought he would have started Nelson because Arteta loves Nelson. Pepe mm. not starting is not not a shock. Um, even though he's my guy. Um, he obviously one of the things he, he lacks any sort of physical intensity off the ball himself as well he's not been working hard enough and bear managers have dropped him now so 
as mm. much as I like him, the guy's got to take a look at himself, innit? Do you know what I mean? If mm. you keep getting dropped, like, what, what's that saying about you? Do you know what's what I mean? It say so about you? so, so you, you've, got, you've got to have a look at yourself, so yeah. Despite, so, so, so despite the break, uh, this would have been... Um, this would have been one of Arsenal's biggest games of this of of the season. Yeah, big game away to um, or against Manchester City at the Etihad. Um, points on the board. It's the run in now because after this game, we're going into the final ten games of the season. Um, you, when you have, when you think about it, no Özil in the squad, um, is a bigger bench as well. Considering that um, you know restrict um, relaxation of the of the of the rules because of COVID. Um, so it's a bigger bench, but Ozil didn't make the squad. David Luiz didn't start. Ceballos didn't start the game, albeit he came on quite early in the game and played well. Lacazette didn't start and Pepe didn't start. These are um, some of Arsenal's biggest players at the moment. These are some of their um, highest paid players. Um, you know, These are the players that you would, uh, maybe not currently, but in terms of their names, you would look to them and think, yeah, these are the ones who should absolutely be starting games like this, who should be making a difference, who should be standing up and being counted for, you know. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just crazy for me, really, that um, a lot of these guys haven't started. I think I am a little bit surprised about Pepe. I mean, do, what, do, you, do you guys think that was fitness there or, or um, Arteta not really fancying him? He hasn't done enough yet? Because well, well, that one I am a little bit surprised about, I can't lie. Yeah, um, it's three managers now. It must be. It must be something in training. It must be something that we're not seeing. I don't know whether he's not responding to instructions, whether he's not actually um, training well. There has to be something because the ability is there to a degree. Mm. But I mean, if three managers drop you, and then when you are played, you're still kind of wish-washy. You haven't actually. Like gone back in and 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 stake your claim that okay yeah like I'm showing this manager that I have to start. It must be maybe an attitude issue. Like I know everybody likes to talk about this like this mythical attitude issue, but it might actually just be it because mm-hmm. uh, even though Arteta seems like he's uh, uh, trying to stamp his authority, I think there is ways to appease him, and I think the young players get that, and uh, and he appeals to the young players, and. Maybe it's that effort that where our senior players are lacking. And they have shown that they've lacked their whole entire Arsenal career, if we're being honest. Um, one thing that I'd like, to, I'd like to go back on is um, Ceballos. Ceballos has probably actually got the most bite out of um, midfield three, you know, I think. Maybe mm. apart from Willock. I think he's actually, since um, Arteta's taken over, he's shown an increased intensity. Um, he's shown a willingness to tackle, to track. So um, after Jacques went off, I would have probably played him DM. Instead of putting Gunduzi there, because Gunduzi was just on an island, he couldn't keep his distances properly. Um, he couldn't receive the ball from the centre back to start the um, play. So when you saw, you think uh, Sabayas uh, would have been better utilised a bit deeper. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. When you saw Sabayas uh, go to DM um, after Gunduzi had gone off, he saw that we were at least able to at least start the attack. Whereas mm. when Gunduzi was there, he couldn't even start; it was non-existent. Mm. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about the performance a little bit um, because there were, I suppose the performance to begin with felt a bit flat, um, probably the effects of COVID. Um, I've, I've, I've spoken about just like the, the free, the, what I anticipate the three month break 
having on football and the players is that we'll see games that um, start off as quite flat. And I think it will probably, it will, it's definitely going to take some time for players generally to build up their match fitness and their match levels. Um, but the game didn't start as high intensity, as energetic from both sides, not just Arsenal, from City. Um, Arsenal were, 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 were quite even in terms of possession as well for the earlier spells of the first half. Um, but then it started to slip away. Um, we're quite unfortunate as well with Xhaka going off injured and um, Mari going off injured. So not so much um, them two as individual players or their performances, but the fact that we're forced into changing personnel quite early in the in in in, in the first half as well. Um, and we kind of know what what um, well we saw directly what happened as a result of David Luiz coming on on the pitch. But how do Arsenal go to um, Manchester City, how are Arsenal supposed to go to Manchester City and get a, 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 a decent result? Or what are the types of things that you would have hoped to have seen today? And what didn't, like, what was it that didn't allow? Or where do you, where do you think it is that things went wrong as far as the performance? You, you see, I, I wasn't too unhappy with the application, to be honest. I think um, first 35, even though obviously they still had the better of the game, we, we were competing well. Um, we were applying ourselves... Um, Ruben made a good point about um, Arteta liking the youngsters, and I think he picked a lot of them because they will carry out his game plan um, mm. better. So you, you talk about the intensity both on and off the ball. Maybe some, some of these seasoned, the more experienced, the better played guys, they're, they're not doing that. And, and that's maybe why Arteta's obviously, um, he's, he's not he's not picking any of them. So um, I thought we did, we, we competed well. Um, but I think uh, the overall issue comes back to it. It's just a lack of quality. Um especially in midfield, I really do think we, we, re, we need a reset there. You can see why there are heavy links with Thomas Partey there as well. And and obviously, um, funnily enough, for an Arsenal team, there's next to no creativity. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're a team that used to be blessed with bare technicians. We don't have any anymore. Do you know what I mean? So, And also, when I talk about technicians, I also mean like technicians who can run. Like, do you know what I mean? So when you see KDB on the other side, and he's, he's, he's obviously, for one, he's athletic, and obviously you can also mash work. Technically as well, it's, it's that sort of nice combination as well. So because obviously I get why um, Arteta uses someone like Willock, but technically he's 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 not there for me at all. So he, he can he can put in the hard yards, he runs and he, he works well. But there's on the ball, there's there's a there's a real distinct lack of quality, and that's just obviously I don't want to just single him out. I'm talking about in in, in midfield generally as well. So yeah, obviously if, if we're going to look to be a team, I'm, I'm assuming um, Arteta is going to be quite like Pep in terms of how he wants to set up his team going forward long term we need obviously the party type but we also need the, the technicians as well so there, there's, there's quite a bit of work to do but overall I think we, we competed well until obviously Mr David Luiz came and did his hickey haggard nonsense um, but yeah um, we, we were competing sorry bro go on yeah sorry let me interject did we actually compete well or did City just start in gear one because that's another thing that we have to realise is that to me, yeah, I think obviously it was a, it was at the start it was a good performance, but that was a good performance because City wasn't trying. It wasn't like we put with City's best and then we was we, we competed at when City was playing well. They wasn't playing well, so we looked at their level. They was looking like they was in gear one. We was probably in gear four, <laughs> and we was competing with their gear one, and that's why we was able to sort of like stay in the game. But as soon as they stepped up to gear two and three, they blew us away. So, and, like, and, and 
and to, but to be honest, that's that's natural. I don't, I don't think any Arsenal fan was sitting here and being like, boom, if City play at the best, we know we were going to lose anyway. Do you know what I mean? I think the upsetting thing is that obviously we were in the game until we just gave them like a dumb goal in it. Do you know what I mean? We, no, no one will sit here and say that if City play at their level, like they'll beat us in it normal. But I think what was upsetting is that, do you know what I mean? We just like, don't, one thing you, you will always want to say, don't do anything dominant. Make City work for their goals. And the first two, they they didn't have to work for it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? First so, two, the first two goals were I crazy. Think, I think that uh, we should at least be able to. It, like the city that we saw today, they wasn't at their best. I think we should have at least been able to keep up with them. Do you get what I'm saying? So when I say they, they, I'm not expecting to to beat them when they play at their best. But when they're playing like this, I expect it to be competitive, isn't it? So maybe like a two-one, and I can say, okay, yeah, we've made progress. But if they're playing in game three and we're losing three nil. We're fucked, innit? <laughs> like, we're fucked, son. That's the truth. Like, I don't know how, how uh, another way to put it, because they didn't really try, fam. They actually did not try. They were just like, oh, okay, guys, okay, warmed up a bit, alright, let's go. And then they just... But, but, like I say, it's, it's, a, it's, a bit, it's a big quality issue, bro. Yeah, you, 100%. You're, 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 saying, you're saying, obviously, it's, it's important to compete. Yeah, I guess so. But even, even then, we're, we're just miles apart. Like, look, their midf- our midfield three to start was Xhaka, Gwendouzi and Willock. Their midfield three was Gundogan, Bernardo Silva and KDB. Do you know what I mean? It's just level. And they could have gone and they could have gone better than that as well. Yeah. I'm just gonna co- come to um Joey and can I and, can and, I make and, one point here? But we've seen teams like Palace and Burnley and stuff like that keep it closer than this. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? Mm. So is it a style of play issue or is it that these players are actually not committed to do the task at hand? Because if maybe like Palace and those kind of teams, they can keep it the, the score down and maybe even like keep it close or, or, or even nick a win. Why are we just getting blown away in fucking level three? Do, do you think that that's um, uh, do you think that's a bit harsh though? Because yeah, I suppose this is probably um, typical of Arsenal more generally, but this this it isn't and hasn't been typical of Arsenal under Arteta. And I think what we've seen today are two glaring errors from, you know, who is supposed to be like a, 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 a top-class footballer, you know. He's made two very obvious errors. And, 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 and so, I don't know. Let me come to you, Joe, anyway. What are you saying? Do you know what I'd say from, my, from me watching the game? Mm. What I think is, I think defensively, we're, we're, we're improving. I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a big improvement mm. defensively. Um, I think for the for for the for a long part of the first half, we frustrated City as much as they started slow. I think we were frustrating them, and that we uh, our shape we 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 held our shape well. Um, I don't know whether Xhaka and um, Mari the injuries Xhaka and yeah. Mari uh, played a part in anything, but um, I think my problem with us is I don't think it's a lack of quality. I think the quality is there. I just think it's that. Application, the tempo, everything's too slow. When we get when we win the ball, it's that everything's too slow. So uh, the transition's too slow. When we try and when we try and play through the thirds, it's too slow. I just think the tempo. I think that's the that's the main issue. We can bring in as many players as we want. If we don't change the tempo of our game, it's that we're, we're getting left behind. That like like I don't know who it was that said it. The teams like Sheffield United and they're hard-working teams, and that's all. It, that's all it takes. Yeah, that was real one. Yeah. You yeah. need to work hard and, and put in the ship. And I don't think there's a lot of players that are busting a gut 
for us. I think it's a lot, it's a lot of uh, fancy things and sideways passes, and I don't, I don't think there's a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of energy you, in the team. You see, I, I would, I would disagree with that today because I think the team Arteta picked was for guys who would work harder than like, do you know what I mean? Like Willock will work harder than an Ozil who will apply himself better. Um, you had Saka who works harder than Pepe. So he was picking players who will work harder. I, I've got, I don't think the application was the issue. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't think you could, there's not a player you could pull out of that team today and said, they didn't try. I'm not, they, they tried. They're just not good enough. And, no, and, maybe, and, maybe, and that, maybe is, that is a quality is the wrong word. Maybe application is the wrong word. I'm saying the tempo. Like, look, you say that the way we try and play, we try and play out of the back from the back. So the ball goes from the goalkeeper to one of the centre-backs. The centre-backs on the ball for five, six seconds. No one's moving. No one's trying to come. No one's moving into yes. to receive the ball from the midfield. And then David Luiz resorts to long balls. And then I'm watching the game. And all, all I'm thinking is, we're putting, the way we're playing when we've got the ball, we're putting pressure on ourselves when we lose the ball. It's only a matter of time. I think there's a critical. I think there's a, there's a critical issue though there in 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 our midfield, and I, I I suppose I agree with you in a sense. It sounds weird to say that like we're we're improving defensively, having got been absolutely panned by City, and to be fair to City as well, they could have scored more than than the three goals, especially at the end. But I do think there's more organisation and there's more of a structure in place defensively since Arteta's come in. I think that the, the midfield really undermines us in terms of what we lack in the middle of the park because we're not good enough to 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 to, to hold on to the ball. And maybe that is what you're talking about, Joe, in terms of trying to play it out on the back, moving around, in, in terms of being able to move around, be available for the pass and then actually hold the ball build up play and transition into that offensive third. So we've got attackers who spend very little time on the ball, um, strikers who hardly touch the ball, but who are just running and running and running and running. And the midfield is too easily compromised for me. We get bypassed, but we get overrun. I think, I think though, Shabs, for the first, for the first maybe 30, 35 minutes, mm. the possession was equal. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Yeah, that's a fair point. The possession was equal. Yeah. And I think... That's right. City were City were as guilty of doing what I say what we do. Yeah. Like what we do all the time. Like they was laboured in position, they got yeah. the ball sideways passing, they yeah. keep in the Kevin, ball but KDB had a um you know uh, it was actually criminal the way he gave the ball away um in the first half um in the red zone. You know, he's just got the ball in front of his penalty box and gave but it away. Why I think why I say it's not a lack of quality, because I think a number, a number of the players would go to other teams or play in other systems and thrive, hmm. that and and or look like better players. Like you look so, at Oxley, so Oxley I... went to Liverpool and he looks he looks ten times better already. So 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 then so that's the thing then because Arteta is going to want to play out from the back. So if you can't 
adapt and you can't fit into the system, then you have to go. Do you know what I mean? So and this is the thing as well. So, so this, what Arteta is trying to implement now, it will expose those who can handle it and those who can't handle it. Do you know what I mean? So, and we're seeing a lot of these centre-backs we have, none of the, even though funnily enough, as, as you guys have said, our defensive record actually improved under Arteta. It's um, attacking-wise where we, we can't do it because for me, actually, our, our biggest problems come from centre-midfield because we've got no, we don't have players who can hold the ball under pressure. Whereas before, you know, you had Cesc Fabregas, you had different types there who could just be able to turn. Yeah, those guys, yeah, yeah. those sort of players who could turn under pressure, keep the ball under pressure. We don't have that, do you know what I mean? These guys here, they treat the ball like a hot potato, do you know what I mean? So they're they're not comfy on the ball. And for a possession team, we need guys who are, one, comfy on the ball, and two, who can run. So Mm. it's it's, 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 it's both of that combination. We, We went from being a team that had loads of athleticism with technical players to being a team that had more technical players, but they could still run to being a team that had technical players, but they couldn't run. And now yeah. we just don't have anything. We just we don't have anything. We just don't um, have anything. So, oh, yeah. all right. So, so then shouldn't the style change then? Because if we're still trying to, especially in these big games, I'm not talking about the, the Brightons and whatever. I'm saying that in these types of games, shouldn't we commit to a more counter-attacking style of play? Like, for example, United seem to do well in these games, isn't it? And I think that's more down to them having having committed to a style of play that is more suited to the players that they have. I, well, don't, I, think suppose... a, I don't think we've committed to a style of play for uh, the level of players that we have. Well, I, I suppose that's, that's my, that, that's, well, I suppose that was my question then. Does it mean that if, if, if we can't get play in the way that we want, then the style has to change? And if you think about um, Liverpool's midfield, for example, they don't have the best technicians in the middle of the park you know what i mean but and they bypass their well. but they bypass their midfield a lot they've got a lot of threats down 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 the flanks with their fullbacks trent alexander can you know he can be a deep threat he comes up to pack the middle of the park as well and you know offers a range of passing that's 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 absolutely top tier but henderson um you know fabinho does to an extent but henderson Ronaldo, they're not players who spend a lot of time on the ball. They're not necessarily playmakers. They're not. They just have that about them where they where where they work hard. So does it mean that the style needs to change, or are we talking about this is still too soon? Arteta's still yeah, trying to implement is. these ideas, and yeah, exactly. you need to exactly give him the chance that. to. Yeah, I think yeah, if we're going to compare it to Liverpool, then I think we got a, we we definitely have to look at the longer term picture because Klopp didn't get it right straight away. No, definitely and, not. And Arteta's not even had a, uh, a full transfer window or summer yet to, mm. to, 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 to get what he wants. So mm. I think maybe if that, that, that's the flip side to that question, do we mm. as fans need to maybe lower our expectations and, and get behind a long-term project and what maybe... <laughs> That's what I think the flip side of that question is. But, but, that, but that is it, though, because we know Arteta is here to implement a, a long-term project. And, and, and to the points about um, should he change his style, Arteta is going to be very much Arteta is going to be very much set in his ways. He's going to have a style yeah, and he's going to make so. everyone play to that style. So mm. those who can't play to it, they will eventually go. Do you know what I mean? So mm. for me, I don't think he should be changing. He should be changing wishy-washy. He should have what he wants to do and he should stick by it. Those who can adapt to it, they will stay. Those who can't adapt to it, they will go long term. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. so mm. and and you ju- you just stick with it. Do you know what I mean? So because the, you see the managers who tend to be the best are the ones who have their philosophy and they stick by it. Do you know what I mean? Pep is always the same. Klopp is always yeah. the same. These guys aren't yeah. wavering, dependent on oh. like 
who they're playing. Do you know what I mean? So no. I think. Sorry, but, never. You see the two managers that you named. You've got yeah. to understand the levels that we're at, innit? So you I, see with Pierre, he gets millions and millions of pounds to play the way he wants to play. Do you get what I'm saying? And if you can't play the way play, they'll they'll bench you. Look, they've got Bradley on the bench for thirty mil or whatever. Actually, I don't know if he was thirty mil, but however much he costs, he's very he's a very expensive goalkeeper, isn't it? Klopp, no matter who you give Klopp, he's gonna play that style, and that style isn't dependent on the quality of player. If you get what I'm saying, I've seen this guy um, was buying off the the pitch with fucking Jodzic and Grosskreutz and them kind of players. Do you get what I'm saying? So Klopp style is is more of a style that I think we should try and emulate rather than no, pet see, but, but, but then but then I think you're going to be unhappy because that's not Arteta do you know what I mean mm. Arteta's an idealist like Pep and that and that's how that's going to be how how he sets up to play and you say obviously and obviously you're right Pep did have a lot of money to spend and I'll take that point into consideration but even when Pep wasn't doing well in his first season do you know what I mean they were saying oh is Pep a fool blah 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 even when I think City finished first in Pep's first season yeah Pep still played exactly the same way. Yeah, he, he never did, compromised he, his he principles. He never compromised. Never, he never changed any never approach. One time. He just said, all right, boom, this is how I'm going to play. I'm seeing who's up to it and who's not up to it. Whoever's not up to it, we're going to get rid of you at the end of the season. And obviously, I'll take your point, Rowan, because obviously we don't have that level of finances no. in it. So, yeah, and I hear you. But even if we don't have that finances, we're still going to have to find that same sort of player, just a lower quality. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. you have to we have to try and find the place that so like, for, for, so, sorry 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 uh, let, me just finish my point. Yeah. let me just finish my point so like for example like say we're going to need a playmaker the top sort of playmaker we would want is maybe like an Odegaard in it but we might not be able to afford an Odegaard in it mm-hmm. you know what I mean so we might have to go lower and which is why we're looking at guys like a Koch crew now from that dude from Firenord in it that mm-hmm. might be more sort of in our so stylistically in a different market, so, so stylistically yeah. it's the same sort of player but it's just in terms of the quality it's not as high in it. So mm. that's what I'm saying. I don't, me personally, I will disagree. I don't think Arteta should be changing any sort of style. I think he should be pursuing what he wants to do. But obviously, we just have to shop in the appropriate ball mark. I agree with that. I agree with that. But then I think, then we just have to be honest with ourselves and admit we have a ceiling. And we're never going to break that ceiling because the market that we're shopping at, we might hit the ones and twos, but then dis- it's just going to be, it's going to be I like... I disagree with that though. I disagree. I Sorry, guys. Uh, let me just say this. You're never going to get a Kochku or whatever that brother is from final to be a KDB. So as long as City's able to carry on buying KDBs, we're never ever going to beat them kind of thing. Unless it's the one-off season where you have like a Leicester or something. Like that. I disagree with that. I think there are teams that are there, are... there are teams in the Premier League who have been able to improve both their, 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 their personnel and their performances without shopping at the very top tier. Obviously, the difference that it makes when you shop at the top level is that you're able to consistently compete at that level. But it doesn't mean that we can't um, improve. As, 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 as bad as Arsenal have been, like, we're not that bad of a side. You know what I mean? Like, the, we, we have been, like, one or two key players away across the last three, four seasons from being able to, um, from being able to finish in in the top four. So we're not that bad of a side. It's been like we have, we've, we've failed to address key issues and key areas at times, but we're not so, we're not as bad as other people make us out to well, be. I'm not going to lie. We're bad now. We are bad. Like, you see yeah, man, we're bad. Man. We're cool. bad. Yeah, right now. That's so, right. Yeah. I'll take that. We've had I have to take that. We've been Come bad. We've been bad, Chef. Bro, look at the players that we've lost. Resisti, Santi, Wilshere, Ramsey, um, Sanchez, even let me mention that like, bum Giroud, like look at these kind of level of players that we've, we've 
we've lost here. And who have we replaced him with? Like, Nketiah is a young player and I believe in him or whatever. But Nketiah isn't on Jury's level and he's starting for us. Do you get what I'm saying? Lacazette, who he spent 30 million on, Mm. Is it all, no, sorry, it was 50 mil that we spent on, on Lacazette isn't better than Giroud. So it's like, we, so, we, yeah. have to, we have to admit that we have a feeling then. Like, so all these little guys that we're going to do, they're not going to take us to the top mm. unless we change so, the style of play. So, and that's so, what so, so I, I would disagree on the style of play because also, I, I still think, I believe in what Arteta's been and I don't think he should change. With me, where, where the issue comes in, because we've, you've just mentioned, Rowan, we spent 50 mil on Lacazette. He's been a poor signing, do you know what I mean? So, mm. and even me as a fan of Nicolas Pepe, 72 million was way too much money to spend. Yeah. So, for me, we, we, sh- we shouldn't, if, if we're going to spend big, it has to be on people who are, who are guaranteed successes, do you know, who mm-hmm. you yeah. know are going to be guaranteed successes in it. So, I don't even think it's, it's, it's a money problem because if you look over the last three, four years, Arsenal spent money. It's mm. just not spent it's well. where they've spent money, it's where they've applied the, the funds. The, 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 the recruitment has been poor, yeah. And, and we're all sitting here, the recruitment's been poor because yeah. right now we should have. Pepe should be a star. He's not a star. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So he, he 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 can't even come off the bench. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. so so, so we have so so we so we need to look at the way we're addressing ourselves in the transfer market as well, and make sure we're buying ac- accordingly. So and that's where sometimes for me, um, the thing about Raúl and his agent approach, it, it doesn't tally it up. It doesn't sit well. I mean? Yeah, so you it's might the... be using the agent to get certain players you want, but does that fit in with what the manager and the yeah. coach wants as well? So it's, there's, there's, it's, there's that disconnect. It's the other side yeah. of that as well, Ruan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. stop you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let the thing flow. But um, it's the other side of things as well in terms of um, like getting rid of players as well and, and, and um, just how we manage player contracts and how we don't uh, profit or capitalise from letting our players go out the other end as well, which ultimately impacts our finances um, and the circle continues, you know, and we've kind of been, 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 been on and on and on about this point. I want to, I, I do want to come back to this game though today and just think about the performances. Is there any performers in an Arsenal shirt today who you, you guys would say eh, did okay or that you weren't too disappointed with or that you saw something? Because it does feel to me a little bit like from now until the end of the season, there's, there isn't. There's not that much hope. It's more about hoping to start to see um, things come through and things start to fall into shape for how Arteta and what Arteta wants next season. So uh, were there any hopefuls in terms of individuals or performers that you saw from today? Yeah, Tierney for me is the main one. I really like him in terms of, one, he has that athletic profile we need. Do you know what I mean? You know, when you're looking at people who can run all day, Yep. Physically, looks like he can run all day. He he gets up and down the pitch well. Um, you see, he can, he can deliver in the final third as well. And um, I just those are the sort of that sort of ballpark is where I feel like we should be doing more sort of deals a lot in in that Tierney sort of ballpark as well. So more players like him who are athletic, who can run all day, but have the technical capacity as well to to do a decent job as well. So for me, he was obviously it was a poor. We didn't win, but yeah, him he was a, probably the standout. Him and 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 obviously we know. Leno has saved our backsides however many times this season. Yeah. Minute, yeah. I mean? so those, yeah. those, those would be the main two for me. He was, he, to be fair, Leno was top tier today and he made a number of key saves today and it would have been, um, as, as, as per usual, it would have been a different result without the saves and the times that he pulled us out today. Um, Joey, what about you in terms of performers? Any, any advancements on those two? Um, no, man. Yeah. 
Pretty much, yeah. I guess, yeah. guess yeah. he was watching the same game, yeah. I was impressed with Taney, I can't lie. I, yeah. I, I thought he looked a bit lightweight before I watched him like, play properly. I, he looked a bit lightweight, I thought he was getting bullied around a bit. But, but he yeah, handled his own. Done, especially when he went centre back for a while, he done, he, 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 um, he done all right, man. Tierney had a good battle with um, Walker at points in the game as well today. Um, not saying that he had him, not saying that he had him, but he, he, a couple of times he was up against him. A couple of times he was up against uh, was it Mares? It was Mares, wasn't it? But yeah. You see he, what is with Leno as well? Yeah, I like Leno's. A, he he made some great saves, but mm. I just I, I just want him to be a bit more commanding. Mm. He seems like a bit of a quiet keeper. If that makes sense. He, he, uh, doesn't come across like he commands the, the, the penalty area. It seems like he's just standing in the goal waiting for the shots to rain on him. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. Like, but he, 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 he made some good saves. He, he definitely was top two. Mm. One of the two players that could walk away. And Rule One, what do you, what, 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 you make? Any any advancements on those those two? Or? Um, I liked Sebeos. Yeah, um, I thought Sabayos did well when he came on. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised. I was dissing him before he came on. He did he did quite well. Mm. Um, I, I I'm really I really like Nketiah's amusement off the ball. Like I I know that brother's gonna bag still. Like I'm mm. I'm so sure that guy's gonna bag 20, 30 goals if he carries on getting the opportunities. Maybe he needs to add some more to the game, but that guy's down to net. Um, 20, 20, 30 goals a season. Yeah, I season. can see him bagging that. I what mean, prem, what prem goals, man. all comps? What are we what are we talking here? All comps, all comps. I don't want to say prem goals, oh, all comps. I was say, brother, where um, are you going with this? You know, <laughs> um, um, when you've got movement like that, you 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 score goals in it. That's the to me that's the most important thing. The thing is, the thing is, I I I don't disagree with you in terms of his movement, but in terms of the creativity that for me there's such a lack of creativity here that we don't have players who can consistently find the front men so that's my issue i think for as good as his movement can be and as much of a knack for goal that he has who's going to consistently pick him out like based on based on who we have currently um i know you're saying the 20 to 30 goals all season is not going to be based on this season so yeah talking about some point in the future where hopefully we've addressed some of these issues but I think if we don't, if we don't get creators, if we yeah. don't, find, if we don't have those playmakers in the side, yeah, hundred percent, guys who can do that in the final third, or that unpredictable player who can just beat two men and just um, square it for him to tap into an empty net. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really see it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Um, I don't know whether anybody was worried by Bellerin today. <laughs> I was by myself with that one. Bro, bro, we are always been, worried about we, we We've been worried about Bellerin. We've been worried about Bellerin for a long time. Uh, there was a time, yeah, there was a time where he was chasing Raheem. Is that me? Yeah. What's that? There was a time where he was chasing Raheem Sterling and 
he looked like he had weights and he's, and he's, <laughs> I don't know, where's his face gone? He's like, he's like Santa, I mean, he's got all these faces. He's vegan, vegan, man. He's been vegan. Yeah, he's he's enough meat. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's not hard food, isn't it? Leroy, Leroy will tell you, bro, he needs to eat hard food, bro. He needs to go too sweet. He needs something, bro. And he needs to come with me so I can take him to... So I can take my man to Squires, bro. Get him some pounded yam and them. Squires, any shinder. His diet is looking. <laughs> drum. His diet is looking light, bro. Yeah, yeah he's too get, light. Get but yeah, no, I, I, I think we've been worried about him for a while, man. Um, yeah. Obviously, ACL injury is a very hard injury to come back from, in it. Mm. Um, and obviously, but he's been playing now for about a few, a few months in it. But it, uh, he, he's and to be honest, this was even before his injury. He's looked. Like he's been slowing down for a while now, isn't it? So mm. he's all right, but you know, just from when you know when he first burst on, yeah, and Bellerin was mad explosive, bro. His pace yeah, was different, it's, it's isn't gone, it? It's gone, it's gone. He, he just doesn't have he doesn't have that anymore, unfortunately. Mm. So, um, but he can still do a job, but it's just not you know like the hopes you had for him when he first burst through in it. So mm. it's it's not the same anymore. Mm. Okay. To be fair, though, you see what we can't see what we're we're failing to mention is that it, this was against City. Manchester City. <laughs> this is not. This is not. This is not. We are playing against one of the top top tier teams in world football at the moment. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you have to you have to remember that. Yeah, everything's caveated by the fact. Obviously, we're playing one of the best teams on, on road as well. But just on on the Bellerin stuff, that that one. That's not just based on this game, in it. Yeah, that that's worry, not. That, that has been there for a while, in it that's about Bellerin. Yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His, his overall performances have, have have his stock has dropped, man. His stock's dropped for a little while. So uh, uh, another player whose stock's dropped <laughs> immeasurably, David Luiz. He's definitely at the um, at, well, not definitely at the top of the list of players who um, who, who uh, the, the majority of Arsenal fans would say they want gone, but he's definitely he's on the list. Day, man. He's, day, he's, he's definitely the donkey of the day. <laughs> you got to give it. So we had half an hour, didn't he? He played about thirty minutes of football. Um, you know, made two horrible errors. Two horrible errors. The first one, I mean, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, at first, I saw the pass and I said, to be fair, it was a good pass from David um, KDB, and not not to say that like that justifies the mistake at all. No, the mistake shouldn't have happened. But then the more I looked at it, I thought it was a good pass, but it wasn't amazing. You know, it wasn't his like, you know, whips it round the corner and on the bend. No. And, that. and actually, it kind of went into, it came into David Luiz's path. And I don't know who tries to, I mean, this, this is it, the lapse of concentration or the temperament or the, and I mean, he came off the bench with a smile on his face, you know, having been dropped from the start of the game and, and you know, the manager, the coach alluded to, um, you know, we'll discuss this later on, you know. So it kind of alluded to maybe this wasn't a fitness issue as I thought it was and maybe something else was going on. But then he's kind of come off the bench with a big grin, like, ha-ha, I got the last laugh. And then had an absolute mare of 30 minutes, yeah, Two casualties, yeah, two absolute casualties, which have cost us like direct mistakes, which have led to goals, yeah, that statistic. Um, and got himself a red card for it, a straight red as well. So he's not go a straight red if I don't miss it. So what will he will he miss? It wasn't violent conduct, it wasn't so violent conduct, it was just it was just one game, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, man, he's donkey of the day. And I don't know if you guys have got any more thoughts on him or anything else that you want to say about him. Brav, I told you, man, we need to work through the list. We need to stop buying these Chelsea Utes, man. First, yeah. first Galas, then Czech, then nah, nah, yeah. this you. They're all agents of chaos, bro. I'm telling you, bro. We need to be done with them. Bro. And that's why we're so against Willian as well. Bro, bro. Joey, Joey, was saying, Joey was saying earlier in the chat bro. about... If we buy Willian, I'll lose it, brother. I'm not I, saying I, that I we should you, buy him, but you're questioning. You've got to stop buying Chelsea. We've got to stop buying Chelsea. We've got to stop buying Chelsea. We've got to stop it, we're buying washed up guys, bruv, in, in no, the twilight. he's not infected with their Chelsea scumness yet, man. Yeah, yeah, And the annoying thing as well, yeah, is that whenever they buy players for up from us, they do well, bruv. But the ones we're getting from them, bruv... What's we get from like, them? The swap, yeah, the transaction. The joint, bruv. So, no, nah, nah, we, we need to stop shopping at, shopping at Chelsea, bruv. These men in West London, they're just laughing at us, bruv. Yeah. Like, look at these pagans, bruv. Like, honestly, yeah. uh, I've had enough, I think, man. I think, I think the nicest way I can put it about David Luiz is that I think he's uh, he, he's he's not he's not suited to top level football anymore, man. His his <laughs> concentration levels are not not high enough. Mm. That's, the, that's without being rude. That's the only thing I can put it down to. Like mm. his concentration levels are, are poor. Now mm. I think he, he he means well. I don't know what the smirking and all that was about when he came on the pitch, but yeah. um, I think he means well and he looks genuinely upset when he does make the errors but it's too many it's too many I think I yeah. think that if, I think he's part of his plan man he always faces up so, say it again everyone that's not even a, sorry that's not even a past he's prancing he's always been like that yeah. like his whole career has been littered with errors and he just might not he might make a little bit more now but this is David Luiz which is why I don't understand why we bought him in the first place or have or have probably like maybe like six Seven out of eight games, and um, seven out of ten games, and then he'll drop it. He'll he'll, he'll um, have them bookmarked with uh, three three out of ten games, and you're like, oh, okay, this is why you're they don't trust you. Do you know what I'm saying? This is why they even went to three centre backs because you can't trust him. You mm. can't trust David Luiz. Like he's a joke. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's even more funny that we decided to invest eight million in a guy and give him a one year contract in a position where we should have been looking to build for the future. Like, we literally, we just wasted all those wages, wasted all that transfer fee, and what did we achieve with signing David Luiz? Just more fuck-ups, man. <laughs> Wait, all right. So, other players on that list, um, Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil's probably highest up on the list, if I can, if I can keep it 100% real with you lot. Um, what do you lot think, man? Didn't make the squad. Did not make the squad. Uh, who's got something did to say? Did anyone see why? Did anyone see? Because Arteta said he was going to address it after the game. I didn't catch it. Did anyone catch it? Didn't catch it. No. Didn't catch it. Anyone Anyone pick up on it? No. So we, we don't know. People might know. Fan, listeners might know by the time, especially by the time they hear this. But yeah, we're not too sure the reasons why. I'm I out. think it's a thing where Ozil's just uh, refusing to leave. Hmm. That's They're trying to get rid of the, the club. Yeah, him out. A, Arsenal want him yeah. out for real. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want, I want him out, bro. Mm. It's time, bro. For someone yeah. who is even a fan of him, he, he's done out here, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Then three hundred and fifty k per week wages. They're just it's eating too much, bro. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, we just, I, I, it upsets me because for a team that was just we were known, like even when we weren't winning, like we were still balling in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There yeah. was the football ain't even nice no more. Nah, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you bro, have the There's nothing left. There's, there's yeah. nothing, nothing, bro. 
But remember, but is that his fault? Is that his fault? That he, is, he's the face of it. He's actually the face of it. <laughs> so you think he's the, he, so you, all the problems we've discussed that we've got, you think he, he personifies all them problems? Yes, like the exactly. lack of creativity. No, lack, that, yeah. no, no. no so I disagree with the lack of creativity. Yeah, lack of effort, not, yeah. The, the lack of look at his record in the last two seasons and see how oh. many stats, um, how oh. much um, assists he's got. Yeah, got but I'm saying is that down to, is that is, is that is that all down to Mesut Ozil? A part because of it if, is. If we're saying if we're saying that we've got a lack of quality in the club and 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 um, all, uh, all the players are not good enough, then is it is it is is, is Mesut Ozil a bit of a scapegoat then? Do you get where I'm coming from? Because I do, I I do get that. Like, it's kind of like he's brought it upon himself. And you know why I say that? It's not like we've seen Ozil for, in the beginning of his three years where he was busting the gut, he was putting us on his back, and he delivered every time where we needed him to. Even if we didn't win, whatever, you could never, ever leave the game and say, you know, Ozil didn't try today. You know that's something like Gerard. Gerard, no, no Liverpool fan could ever say Gerard didn't try. You get what I'm saying? He put that team on his back. I've never ever felt like Ozil's put the team on his back apart from that um, 19 assist season. That's when I thought, and that was after um, probably about around December when he was completely shit and he was just like, okay, I'm going to do this myself. And we even beat Man City. Um, I think it was 2-1 um, that season. And that's when he actually put us on his back. This Ozil now, we fucked up because he's given him the contract, didn't it? So I, once you've given that man a contract, you can't force him out. You literally can't force him out because if I'm him... I'm not going to get 350k anywhere else. Why should I leave? I'll chill with it. I'll play Fortnite. I'll go training if you want me to come train. If you don't want me to go train, I'll stay with my wife and we'll have some kids. I'm on 350k. What more do I need to ask? Do you get what I'm saying? So it's our fault for giving him the contract. It's his fault for not performing. Do you get what I'm saying? When he's been given the opportunity. But it's like chicken and egg. Because we saw this was coming. He's never really given a shit when he's been at Arsenal. He's always thought that he's too big for the club, in my opinion. So what did we expect when we were going to give this big ostrich contract in the last few years of a of a of a, a luxury player's career? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you've got maybe you've got a few points. Maybe you've got a few points. I, don't know. I think though, at the time though, at the time, at the time, as Arsenal fans, would. I don't know if you, if, if you three all agree, but I certainly was one of the people that was screaming, give him what he wants. <laughs> I, 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 was one of the, I, was, I was screaming that from the top of my lungs. What? When, 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 it, when it was when, like him and Sanchez? Him, when we gave him the 350 contract. Yeah, yeah. when he signed yeah. the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 do you know why people, people so, were screaming that? Because they were like, oh, we don't want to lose Sanchez as well. But the dumb thing about all of that was that we both allowed them to get down to six months left on their deal. Do you know what I mean? That should have been sorted out in the summer. If it was mm-hmm. that, you should have sold both of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One thing mm-hmm. Arsenal fans are scared of is selling players, bro. Selling players isn't bad if you yes. replace well, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Old Coutinho, they sold Suarez. Look at where they are now, bro. It's not a bad thing to sell players if you can reinvest well. Obviously, I say reinvest well because Arsenal don't reinvest well at all anyway. So, but do you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is it's not a bad thing. People are like, oh my God. What's going to happen if they go? What's going to happen? I said life. It's the same thing I feel about Aubameyang. I love Aubameyang, but if he goes, life moves on, bro. There's always something new. There's always a new Freak. player, bro. But I don't we understand, don't, bro. We don't allow us. Bro, bro. It, sorry, but what, what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm like, all these players that people are scared about losing, yeah, 
None of them were as good as Fabregas. Yeah, you've lived through losing Henri. You've no, lived through you know losing mean? Fabregas. I, I, I you've lived through losing Van Persie. Fam, you could, when I've seen Henri, Van Persie, say, Fabregas, I don't care about say, Ozil oh, right. Sanchez, like yeah, Aubameyang. Can, I don't care about them, man. None of them, man, none of them man are level with them, man, that way. Do you know what I mean? So, none of them man are level, bro. So, they could all cut, bro. And the thing is, with me, I'm one of those ones. Now, where we are at, I'm prepared for a new start. Do you know what I mean? I would happily sell most of these men and start again. Let give Arteta the young G's, do you know what I mean? Let him help develop them and then sell most of these waste of spaces, bro. And let him use that money to rebuild what he can within the squad. Do you know what I mean? Start again. Start again. What, why are you scared to start again? I don't mind going through like a two-year process if I know, boom, that this is the plan. This is what we're going to be looking to do. Do you know what I mean? I'm not scared about that, bro. We're crap now anyway. So you might as well like start the team in process again. Do you know what I mean? So, But what we did and what was wrong was that we tried to take the short-term fix with Emery and um and all of this sort of thing we're like oh we'll chuck money at it to get back into the top four but that was done planning anyway because one Aubameyang is in his 30s now I don't know how long he's got left Ozil's in his 30s we brought Mkhitaryan we gave him massive wages Lacazette was on massive wages we completely shattered our wage bill to try and get back into the Champions League yeah, it, was, it was dumb it was dumb we, should, we, we, we completely ruined our whole wage bill we ruined the team when we should have sold these people at the right moment and reinvested and started young again. Bruv, you go through that period. Even when we had Henri and them, man, bruv, you sold and you replenished well, bruv. That's what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do as a team. That's how you mm-hmm. stay competitive at the top level, bruv. But we either hold on to people for too long and they become wash, or they run down their contract and they leave and we don't get money. So, do you know what I mean? So, we've got a lot of stuff. We've got a lot of things to answer for. I like that. I like, let me put it out there. I really like Arteta, but I just don't know how we're going. To, he's going to be a success if he's not, because I don't trust the people above him. And, yeah, and, so he's, he and, needs and, to be and, backed, and, yeah. and that's that's the main crux of it. Yeah. He needs to be backed. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, I'm got. I'm got. We're just gonna. I think you, <laughs> that's a passionate, that's a passionate rant from you, um, Sean. And a fair play, man. I, I I respect it. To be fair, um, so Arsenal, what they've that's their game in hand now. We are what are we? we remain eight mm-hmm. points off the top four. Yeah, we're eight points away from Chelsea, so we're locked on f- on 40 points after 28 games played, so 10 games to go. So up next, we are away at Brighton. Yeah, am I correct? What are you lot's predictions? How's your feeling after this match going into that game? What do you think is going to happen? More of the same or do you think we should be getting a result there? I think we should definitely be looking to get a result there, man. We need to, man. Mm. We need to, um, yeah, we need to get some momentum there. And that City is understandable. Understandable not coming away from City with anything, regardless of the performance. But um, teams like Brighton, we should be able to get the result even by not playing well, not being at our best. Mm. Um, But I think it all goes down to the selection and the tactical approach, really. Mm. Okay, real one. Who, who, real one. Who do you think? What What do you think about the, that, that that game? And what do you think Arteta should do differently? I think, I think we'll scrape through it. Probably get um, a one nil, two one victory. Mm. Um, well, we're all right in games like that. I don't. I don't think um, we're ready for the the elite boys. I should say, like the Liverpools and the. Um, the cities, but I do think we're ready for the Spurs and the United and stuff like that. Um, 
I, 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 I want to say that one thing I want to clarify. I do back our Twitter as well, innit? I, mm. I, do, I just think that where we're at as a team, we might need a different approach, but I'm happy to, to back our Twitter all the way. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Um, I just think if we're going to play that style, I think we're going to have a very a lower ceiling than if we changed our style, innit? Um, mm. Mm. But yeah, against Brighton, I think we should just we should be able to um, scrape a victory. I think all our victories for the rest of the season are going to be scrapes. Mm. And Sh- Sean, what do you think, man? Do you, who do you think should come into the side? What do you think Arteta should do different for that um, Brighton game? Yeah, so, so firstly, just before I answer that, I saw um, what Arteta said about Ozil. They asked him, oh, he, yeah. just said, he just said it was just a tactical reason. So I think that's Ozil done out here, to be honest. Like, he said he, he, wasn't, he wasn't injured, there was nothing. He just left him out. And that's a real indictment on him. And, and to be honest, as much as we all hated Emery, he was leaving, he was doing, he was leaving him out for exactly the same reason. So it doesn't reflect well on Ozil. Um, just to look ahead to the Brighton game, yeah, I, um, I, I agree with Rory and I think we're going to scrape, I think we'll try and scrape it, yeah, like a 1 0 or 2 1, maybe even like a 3 2 or something. I don't, I don't, I, I don't see, I just want us to get through to the end of the season and see what we can get. Um, and then that will determine, determine what, what we do from there. In terms of who comes in, um, obviously we have to see what happens with, with Mary, but. So it'll probably be someone with Mustafi. Uh, mm. Don't know if Socrates will be fit or holding. I mean, it's just the best of a bad bunch, really, in it. They're they're all terrible. So, um, mm. but yeah, I would like to see um, keep keep Tinny and Bellerin in. Um, I don't know if Torreira will be ready. If Torreira is ready, bring him in, um, and then maybe have some sort of combination of like Tobias and like Quillock ahead. It's poor because I'm I'm looking through and I'm like the centre mid options are just poor. There's there's yeah there's there's nothing we can do. But I would like to refresh it as well, um, especially on the wing like Martinelli and Pepe. I would do it. Um, bring both of them in against um, Brighton and have Obba through the middle. That's mm. the, that's what I would do. We have because what we seem to have up front up heavy we're stacked. There's loads of different options where you can rotate and experiment in it. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Obviously, Obba will play because <laughs> if you don't score, I don't know who's scoring right now. Well, between him and Enketia, those are the only ones that are scoring for us as well. So, um, mm. but yeah, maybe Obba, Martinelli come in, maybe even Nelson as well. So I think that, I think there'll be a bit of change up top, but mm. down at the back, there's there, there's not as much we can do in it. So so we'll see. But yeah, I think um, I agree with Rory and we'll just scrape like a 1-0-2-1 win. Well, hopefully, I hope anyway. Hmm. Okay, now that's that's quite. We're kind of moving on to listeners' questions here, and I think you kind of um, you kind of touched on one of the points here. So um, we've got some listeners' questions from the Discord server as well from the Discord chat. So Reese has asked, "Who would you rather waste money on, extending Louise or signing that bum Mari?" <laughs> Which what would you? Mari. Yeah, I would lose. We should do Neva. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would preferably do neither as well. There's but, no option. It's one. But, okay, but I would, I would sign Murray because he's, from what I've seen of him so far, he's just not, he's not a lunatic like Louise. So while his bar may be very low, I just know he's not going to do anything dumb like Louise. The only thing I worry about Murray as well, this youth looks like he can't run either, bro. He just looks bare. He looks like no, a left motor sacker, bro. Like he just don't look like he can run either, bro. It looks like he can't even move. I don't understand what it is with Arsenal yeah. and signing centre-backs that can't run, bro. It's horrible centre-backs. It's horrible. When I look, I'm like, why can't we just buy more centre-backs like Saliba, bro? All you need is, Saliba looks like, yeah, he's a batty, athletic, PMP. What, why is every centre-back we have apart from Saliba slow? And players like Kouassi. 
and players like Kouassi get skipped off. Oh, that Kouassi gone is just yeah. gone to on a free transfer to Bayern. I need more PMP centre backs, bro. I want, bro. I need I need some more. Ask the whole club of black players, bro, because we all the all these dons that can't run are pissing me off, bro. Do you know what I mean, bro? You need yeah. to get the village, the real man them that are about it, bro. That that can move, bro. Do you know what I mean? Ask more black again. Yeah, yeah, bro. bro it, it needs to happen. The rest okay. of these guys are pissing me off. All right, all right. Um, Aaron 3K has asked, "How many more summers do you think Raul and Cole have left?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one to you, Joey. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> what do you think? How many more summers uh, these guys have got, Raul and Cole? No man, it's not, they're not. They're not under. They're not. They're not under. They're not under. They're not exactly under that much pressure, are they? From 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 above. Mm. So it's more or less when they when they when they get fed up, really, isn't it? Mm. Or when when something else turns their way. That's right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that question. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think it's any time soon. If, if, if that helps. No, really and truly, they, they, they should have maybe two windows left because the type of approach that they're going for is not going to work at Arsenal. And we've seen the trouble it's caused at Barca as well. Barca off the pitch are a shit show and Arsenal can actually not afford that. We don't have Messi to bail us out. We don't even have really marketable players after Arsenal <laughs> leave. Even his marketing is in the toilet now. Like, we're actually in big trouble. Big, big trouble. We actually just have to pray. Like, Wait, wait. What was the question? Are you saying? Are you saying how long? How long have they got before they should have it get it right, or before they leave? It's just how many more summers do you think Raúl and Cole have? So to me, that alludes to a bit more like how much time, how much time would they have left before oh. executive decisions made? <laughs> before executive decisions. Made. That's how I'm reading it. Yeah, that's how I'm reading it. Okay, um, I've got one more, um, and I, I'm going to throw this to you, Sean, because I know this is your boy um, on Twitter from at DH Banks or the Banks. Was signing Pepe, especially for his fee, the right decision? Um, so obviously, as someone who's a big fan of Pepe, I you have to be honest. Um, he, he's he's underwhelmed. He, he's he's not delivered. Um, Relative to obviously, I think we, we can all acknowledge that we overpaid in it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and we were held over the barrel for that. At the same time, his stock was you got to remember after the season he had, we signed him off the back of a 22 goal and 11 assist season in it. Do you know what I mean? So, statistically, um, he was one of the highest performing players in Europe when we signed him in it. So, um, and me, my standpoint has always been I don't think we've always helped him. Um, yeah. we, we don't, we haven't always tried to get the best out of him. Do you know what I mean? So, in terms of getting him off the wing, getting an overlapping fullback behind him, just to support him a bit more. I've always felt he's been a bit isolated. Um, whilst I'm saying that, uh, there's been ev- obviously evident things he's been dropped by three managers, which indicates that maybe he's either not working hard enough or he's not doing enough for them to leave, to leave him out. So he, he needs to be a bit retrospective and take a look at himself as well. Do you know what I mean? What, what can I do more to, to make sure that the managers aren't leaving me out in it? So... I'll still back him because he's my boy, but put it this way, boy, six, I'll give him six months into next season if, if it don't improve. Um, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a Ray Charles in, boy. I'm going to do him like Judas. <laughs> so, boy, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave him. So, um, 
I still think the jury's out, um, and I hope he's given a bit more time, but he has to he has to pull his socks up himself as well. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom, and Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. Mm. Oh, fair play, fair play. Um, there's one more question I've just noticed here. Um, Sorry, Shab, can I just, can, can I just add, add yeah. to that about Percy? Yeah, go for it. Go I think, well, I think it's a bit too early to say whether it's a waste of money. I think what, what the problem is, is that he hasn't hit the ground running. And I think because of the, the recent signings that have come to the Prem, and hit the ground running, it's kind of become expected. But mm. if you look at some of the Premier League greats, they didn't hit the ground running. And I think when I watch him, the quality is there, it's evident. And I think maybe him not starting and him not playing, maybe it might be down to him, his yeah. attitude, but it might be down to maybe him acclimatising to a different country. Those are valid points you make. Obviously, it's always tough when you join a new league, there's a new culture, a new language new teammates uh, that, 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 those are things that are hard to acclimatize to but at the same time as and this is i'm saying this to someone who's a big fan if you've been dropped by three different managers you have to look at yourself and be like what am i not doing because obviously managers will do their best to try and help you acclimatize none of the managers have wanted to leave him out in the lurch but they're obviously they've said one thing or another when Lundberg was in charge he said do you know what he's a good player but i'm not seeing it enough in training or arteta has said he's got to make me not want to leave him out, do you know what I mean? So he's obviously, so he needs to help. He needs to help himself as much as he needs to be helped. And that maybe at the moment he's not doing enough um, for other. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. I agree. It's not. I don't even think it's a maybe thing. I think it's definitely he's not doing enough because it's clear that he's not getting the minutes. But I think maybe it's that maybe. I don't think he he doesn't seem like he's complaining. So maybe it's a thing where he knows. Boy, I've got to work, and I think a lot of it might come down to being moving from being a big fish in a small pond to a to a small fish in a big pond, mm. and 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 yeah, I just I just think I just think he needs a little bit of time, man. Mm. It's a big investment. He's a young player, so it's a long term investment. I think yeah, man. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think yeah, he does need time. Points. Go on, go on, bro. Go I think he, he definitely needs time. He definitely. I think he needs a pre season. But also, if you're turning up, and it's sort of like what happened to Hazard as well, I think these players got this big move and they didn't realise just how lucky they were or the expectations that the move was going to come with. And I think they came in unprepared. That's my opinion from watching him. And not even just him, Hazard as well. Like, they came in, he didn't seem like he was, he was ready to hit the ground running. And all the Arsenal players that I've seen that I've, I've started, well, because there's no reason why Martinelli's had a better season than him. That, that should not even be an option. And he's had, he's come from a whole different country, a whole different culture. Pepe's just come from over the wall. We can go to Pepe's fucking town on Eurostar. You get what I'm saying? Pepe's all too, um, Martinelli seems halfway across the road and he's managed to adapt better than Pepe. Pepe has zero excuses. And back to the free managers thing, if your free managers don't like you, there's a problem with you and you haven't done enough. And we've seen them all signs. And even though the signs that we've seen 
I don't think he's worth 72 mil. Like, I don't think, I don't think what we've seen has been worth 72 mil. There definitely is potential there, so it's up to him to unlock that. He said the problem is he... The thing is, Pepe comes up every week. He's a talking player. And I think, I think more so when Arsenal lose or don't get, don't, don't get the results expected, then people turn to, well, why did we spend all this money? And, you know, what have we got done? And, and, and so on and so on and so on. And I think it, it is, it's not what you want. You don't want to be patient for a player who you spent that much money on. But I think at this point, it's all we can do. You know, We're, there's no way that we can sell this player now and make any money on it. In fact, we stand to make a significant loss by, 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 by trying to move him on right now. Um, but I think he is still young enough and coachable to be worked with. And, and I do think, like, you know, um, Joey's point about some of the Premier League greats, Omri, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, he, uh, Drogba. He, Drogba. The, the, these players did not, they, you know, they were far from it. They were mediocre in their first couple seasons. And, yeah, the circumstances are different for, um, you know, a Cristiano Ronaldo. Maybe he was a lot younger when they signed him. The fee was, the, even relative to the day, the fee wasn't excessive. He was signed for, like, 13.5 um, million quid or whatnot. But, um you know, I, I I do still think like you need to give him a a bit of time because there there were players. Drogba really didn't hit the ground running until his third season. You know, we. But had I think the first goes season. goes goes in Ronaldo's favour because I think like like all players, you don't choose how much you go for. Mm. So he 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 didn't ask to be sold for seventy five million. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You know, however much it was. Like, why I was liking him to Ronaldo, because I think when Ronaldo first came here, he probably had a, a, a different different conception of the Premier League. Mm. I, I look, I watch Pepe sometimes and he actually looks confused. Like, what, I didn't get a free kick for that? What's, mm. that, what's going on here? Mm. Like, like, so I think he's, he's actually learning as he's playing, learning and realising, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what, I've got to be a bit tougher. I need to get in the gym maybe. I need to bulk up. I need to... That. And I think, yeah, man, I think... I think and until and unless if he comes out complaining as to why I'm not playing and I feel I should be playing, I think yeah, I think we're all we're all basically saying the same thing in different ways. He's just got to get his head down, work harder, and and show that show 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 that he's worth worth mm. worth being an Arsenal player. Mm. Okay, I've got one more quick question, yeah, and then we're really gonna wrap it up, man, because we're 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 going a bit over. Um, so on Discord, the broken baller has said, at this point, do you reckon it may suit us to spend a couple of years out of Europe? I'm assuming he means Europa and rebuild around youth. If I think about Leicester and the season that Leicester have had, and I know they were falling off, they were going into a bit of a free fall before um, lockdown, but there's no doubt that they've benefited by only having to play one game a week and Brendan Rodgers has had the time to just really work with the squad and really, you know, get them training and they aren't really scheduling issues and whatnot. Um, personally, I don't think that we can afford to be out of Europe. Um, and I think that's, a, that's one big issue. But do any of you think that that may serve us good? I think, um, I think the, the point you make about financially, and I think that's, that's the thing that hurts because our wage bill is so high um, we we can't really afford it, even though I think it, there there are merits to being out of it and saying, "Cool, let's let's take stock and 
let's take stock and rebuild and, and you can see these guys are in a hurry to get back into Europe in it by any sort of means necessary even the Europa it's not great but it brings in revenue do you know what I mean and also like you said from being in Europa that's another avenue to get into the Champions League as well so um, and also the Europa can be used to develop youngsters as well because that, that's something you can use to give them more game time in the early stages as well in it so I think it's I think um, I've, I think if we can try and sneak back into the Europa, whether that's through our league position or winning the FA Cup, I, I think I think that's good, and um, it will still bring a, a bit of revenue to allow us to do a the the little bit we can we can do in the summer as well. Mm. Mm. Anyone think different? Uh, no, I agree. Um, I don't think. Oh, uh, to be fair, let me play devil's advocate. Um, Actually, I can't even play them with that. Yeah, I was like, don't disagree <laughs> just for the sake of disagreeing, you know. You know, our, our squad is so rubbish that the extra day's work here and um, rest here isn't going to make a difference anyway. So it's like, we might as actually well just use the competition just to um, blood these youngsters and give them more time and give them more game. And yeah, it is. We can probably blag our way all the way to um, the quarterfinals. Obviously, it didn't work this year, but... Um, we should, we should, we should, we should be good enough to get to at least the quarterfinals. Like just joking around in it, um, so we might as well be in it. Europe, European football is good. It adds to the prestige of the club. It's another route into the Champions League. Um, really and truly, most of the teams that drop from the um, Champions League into the Europa League, we should be looking to meet them in the semis or the finals anyway. So that really shouldn't be an issue, and we should be better than most of them anyway. Um, so yeah, we might as well be in it. It's better than that than just wasting a whole week and like it makes no difference to our Saturday result. Mm. Yeah, oh, I hear that. Okay, man. Okay, um, that's it, man. That's it from us, guys. Um, please make sure to um, this is the bit I'm not good at. Make sure you like, listen, share, subscribe. Um, Follow us up, make sure we're across all platforms. So you can get us on your Apple podcast. We're up there on the Spotify as well. Um, and don't forget to check us out on the YouTube as well. Um, peace out, you guys. Take it easy. Thanks for coming on, lads.
We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Sports Social Podcast Network.